previously on Blades in the Dark, our uh, crew had a uh, had a elevator adventure. <laughs> it was it was all it was all shoots and ladders, except it was shoots and ladders and death and explosions and yeah. horrible gas attacks and That's, things of that yeah, nature. We got we got there like two guys attacked with a sword, accidentally like set off a grenade in my own face. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, so right. uh, club. Uh, so you said that you, after uh, having assassinated uh, a, a royal guard and committing royal treason, <laughs> you kind of uh, went downstairs to mingle and look innocent. Uh, what? Where did you? Where did you hole up? Like, what? Are, uh, what are you? How did you? How did you make yourself scarce? I think he basically went to look for some of his Bluco friends. Uh, maybe he's just gonna like try and seek out Jaren and like hit him up again. Hmm. So let's say you you encounter Jaren in uh let's say the the Grand Hall or whatever, and he's off by the All side right. having drinks, kinda like, you know. It's like, hey Um so you probably just like talk with him for a bit, just make yeah. yourself like pleasant. Uh, so after like maybe a few minutes tops, uh you hear this like dull like like <laughs> bang and then like you're you're looking around and you don't see anything and you hear this screech and this like thunderous thud and like everyone just kind of stops what they're doing and they're looking around and uh you hear like another like really loud crash and before you re- you know it um what appears to be some kind of elevator has just crashed down all the way down to the first floor oh my god <laughs> and has oh. left a giant hole Oh my god. Ah. Uh, Everyone understandably is screaming. Now. Absolutely yeah. going to take the smart route then and get in crawl. the elevator. Get back up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Crowl is going to uh, do his uh, civic duty and like basically like stand on a on a table and tell everybody to calm down and to make their way calmly towards the um, towards the exits. Oh, I, I see what you're doing. Um, let's go ahead. Well, you tell me what comma- what role that is, and I'll give you the. I feel like that's a command role. I think yeah. that is that's correct. Good. I think you could you could argue for this being like sway or consort, but I think command is pretty in line with uh, what mm-hmm. you're trying to do here. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. This is a pretty frightened populace, but you are a recognized figure of authority. So let's go ahead and say this is... Also, you were expecting this to happen, so let's go ahead and say this was... Let's say this controlled standard. Sounds... Like you, this is this is something you've trained for, and yeah. something that you knew was going to happen, so you've probably already been cooking up your speech ahead of time. So let's say it's controlled standard. Perfect. So I think I'm going to oh. use up a thing of stress to make sure I got a bonus die. Because uh-huh. at this point, he's... At this point, he's playing... Um, since he's he's playing like the big distraction at this point, he's gonna he's gonna just gonna be downstairs making sure that the others like do their thing. So, all right, yeah, the elevator so must be, like, just covered in just like gore. Blood. Oh yeah, gore. I, you you do <laughs> notice that uh definitely the the, you, the bottom half of it is uh stained red as you expect. Ugh. There's also like a strange dead body on top of it that uh. it's like kind of like slumped kind of off the edge a little bit. Jesus, holy um, shit. <laughs> But that's okay, because you rolled a four, which is a mixed success. Um, let me think. I said this was controlled standard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, people, the the guests, like, 
definitely look worried, but they listen to you, and the the rest of the blue coats kind of like pick up what you're putting down, essentially, mm-hmm. and they they kind of effectively. Uh, there is an effective uh, escort of all the guests out at least into the uh, into the grand hall and probably out onto the grounds or something of of that note, like out of the building and away from this. Um, what's the the mixed part here? It's a controlled situation. Maybe they're just taking for, their time for controlled stuff. It's like the 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 mixed successes are like almost negligible amounts of mixed success. So, like, there is some minor downsides, but it's, for the most part, like, just a boring success, if that makes sense. That, that tracks. I'll say, uh... I'll, I'll just say it takes extra time. Like, keep, they, like this is a herd of haughty nobles, and they're just kind of yeah. like... It, it, it takes, like... They're it, being a bunch of looky-loos, so they're they're taking their time. Yeah, out. some rubberneckers. Like, oh, yeah. this is... Yeah. This um, is the uh, first smashed corpse I've ever seen. And 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 the first like horribly cooked uh <laughs> like black leather like getup that they've seen. Uh, uh I imagine some people recognize like, oh is that is that the, the, the head of security? Oh my stars and garters, what's what's happening here? <laughs> hubba hubba. I'm gonna oh make things difficult. The second the second that like somebody actually says that Crowl is going to do the second part of his plan mm-hmm. ask for Jaren to come with him upstairs to see if he can help out and then tell the other bluecoats to help continue hurting people out um what's your relationship with Jaren again remind me I know he's the archivist but you have said you have a positive relationship with him yes he is um one of uh he's one of the other bluecoats that he basically has under his pocket he kind of helps him like uh, fudge, uh, like fudge the books a little bit for things. I I, I think Jaren kind of like gives you this look, like wait, you're not, and then he kind of like pauses and squints his eyes a little, like, well, are he like whis- he's kind of like whispers, like, well, you're you're gonna make this worth my while, right? Oh, uh, I mean, I won't tell anyone anyway, but you know, absolutely. <laughs> All right, so we'll just go ahead and without getting too into specifics, we'll say that uh. Your your good buddy Jaren will accompany you to help out with what you want, but you're just gonna have to give him a share of uh, the spoils from a successful heist. Absolutely, assuming it's successful anyway. If yeah. it's not, there might be there might be other later drawbacks, but let's just say it's that. Uh, all right. So what are you doing now? Now that you've uh, that you're having these these the 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 rank and file take care of the 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 riffraff. Um. So Kral's basically going to go up the like more or less the way he came just because he knows that there's a stair like some stairs on that side just uh-huh. um he sees the guard just kind of like bellows at him and then just like runs up um and then they get up to the part where the elevator shaft is and Kral's just like well that sure is that sure is a lot of things happening right there. <laughs> yeah, it sure is a doorway that seems to go into a dark pit at this point. Hmm. Except there's light coming from the bottom of the pit, and it's the ballroom, and you see a, a cooked like a cooked body on top of the elevator like you did earlier. Oh, dear. Um, I mean, there's still the access elevator, um, which, at which point you can actually probably see the other three up there, kind of uh, maneuvering into position. So, hey, you're all in the same scene again. <laughs> Yay! 
Uh, Hello, dears. Arden looks down. Crow, get up here and help me! <laughs> um, I think that Blondie is kind of, like, ignoring this. Like, he, like he's hurt right now. Like, it's mm-hmm. not that he's in a state of hurt. It's that he is hurt. Um, and I think he's, like, just kind of talking to Flint because just Flint doesn't have an option at this point. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh... Flint can probably not hear you, but go on. Yeah. He's, just, he's just sort of, like, mumbling the hymn, the cherubim. I think that, yeah, um... I, I think that Blondie is sort of going, like, oh, my mother used to tell me such stories about what our ancestors did, sang the giants and the dragons and being heroes, but worshipped by all. And now look at this. We are going to die in this dumb... Blondie! Like, Blondie! Can it! We're trying to get this like door a, open! It is like a sideways hall. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so Crowell let's, let's establish, sh- let's establish some, some positioning yeah. here. I didn't um, want to say shaft. <laughs> so, so Pebbles oh. up near oh, like the top, the top elevator door into the fourth floor, and what you assume is the floor that has probably the vault and uh, also Lord Governor's quarters and all that. Uh, Flint and Blondie right now are on the access ladder. Uh, kind of precipitous situation. Like, the access ladder goes down, like, 20 feet, but there's also about, like, 40 feet of hole below you. No, like, 60 feet of hole below you because it crashed mm. through two floors. Uh, yeah. so that's fun. And then, uh, Club and Jaren are kind of standing in the third floor doorway. So, who's doing what right now? Um... So, oh, go ahead. Uh, Carl's basically gonna turn to Jaren and say, um... <clears throat> So, I need you to be something of a, not distraction, but um, something of a false informer. Tell them that you found us, but in a different direction, if you could. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll go do that. And Jaren just kind of, like, moseys on out. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to, like, project any descriptions of what Jaren's like, but I think y'all see Jaren, like, oh, yeah, of course that dude is, uh, <laughs> is Kral's friend. Right. He's a very Kral kind of guy. <laughs> We'll meet up for drinks later, don't we, darling? Now, okay. of course. So he just ju- he then is just like, okay, I, I, I'm going to be up there in a minute. And he's just like, uh, he's looking at this entire situation. He's just like, ah, uh, I don't think I'm, I'm, I've this been prepared for a lot of, of things. Signed, this isn't part of the job you signed up for, huh, Corral? Forty foot drop, dear me. Okay, so he's just gonna like try and make his make that jump and then like work his way up to catch up to them. Oh, uh, you don't you don't have to make a jump, really. The stairway's kind of, like, on the same side. Or the, yeah, the, the access ladder's, like, on the same side of the... Oh, good. Of the room that you are. Like, you can just kind of, like, peek over and, like, just sort of, like, grab it and just get on it. Like, it's, Fantastic. it's there for that. He's still going to go up just a little slower than he probably should because he's just terrified as hell. <laughs> he's... he's it, it's okay. <laughs> we understand. So, who's, like... Who's opening this this fucking door? Um, I guess like, it, the it's other... there and it, it sucks. <laughs> I guess me. It's a door. Hateful. <laughs> uh, I guess me, since the other two are you know slightly crispy. 
Um, yeah, sure. So, yeah. how how are you gonna deal with it? Like, uh, you figure you can force it open. Maybe there's a there's a catch somewhere for it, or an emergency switch. Like, maybe you can find a different way could out. I, I mean, most if, if you need anything like pictured, like sort of mechanically dealt with, I can still like I just need help basically. I I can I have lock picks and I have tinker. Oh, nice. And I have tinker. I'm thinking most of these. Um, these elevator shafts do have some sort of emergency release on the inside where you can actually open the door from, like, inside the shaft. Um, so, could I do, like, I don't know, like, roll survey to try and see that? Um, yeah, sure. Um, it's in... Like, it's, a, it's like, elevators, you, you've been in a few, given your upbringing. Right. Mm-hmm. But, uh, they're, they're all kind of built in similar ways. I mean, this is a dark... And f- unfamiliar elevator with a horrible, uh, like looming, like atmospheric danger in the form of the sixty-foot drop. Right. But I mean, like you're not in a bad way. So let's go ahead and say this is controlled standard. This is how I say controlled standard. Okay, controlled standard. Oh, that's a two. I should have spent. Um, I should have spent the stress. Yeah, like you, you look around for it, but like you can't seem to find it really. Like maybe, like you find some some panels, but like nothing that looks like an emergency access switch. Um, I can't think of a good drawback here, so I think it's just like you you take your time looking for it, and you just don't find it. Damn it! You don't find anything like that. I guess Um, guess because it's like a security elevator, that kind of makes sense. I, I, you figure that it probably has something to do with the fact that that the Lord Governor is like so paranoid he might have designed it to not have that just so no one could get in uh, without his uh, say so. Right. Hmm. Well, if it's brute force, we need. Um, we can we can try the mechanism stuff there too. Try to. That's true. Uh, I could take a shot at it, or if you want, I could like haul you into position to do so. <laughs> yeah. I'd- I just I just need you to spend a stress and I can just then I just roll my regular like dice, right? I think no matter what you have to spend stress to do anything. Oh. Like you can get him to assist you bring them over there, but like you will have to spend stress just to like move. Uh you've oh, spent a lot of stress, haven't you? I've got three left. Oh. So yeah, because I think the thing is like I could I can definitely see like oh uh, him carrying you over there and whatever, but like oh he can't use your tools. You still okay. need the focus and the know how to like be yeah. able to use your your stuff to to pop this door open. So if you want to do that, like he All can right. take stress and assist you in whatever way that is relevant, but like you still got to spend that stress to do it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at the like the harm section here. It says your character is incapacitated. And can't do anything unless you have help from someone else or push yourself. I mean, like I said, though, like you, he can't help you op- do the lock picking or whatever. Oh yeah, you know? true. It's not his skill set. Oh, so dear. I'll say, like that's that's one where if you're gonna like try and fiddle with this me- mechanisms, like you're gonna have to take a stress yourself. Ooh, okay. And if I, if this kind of push yourself, I'd be too stressed. Uh. Yeah, All right, yeah, I'll do it. Um, All right, so just call me up. Can I help him though? Um, well, it depends what he's doing and how you plan to help. I was thinking like maybe, maybe he like fiddles with the mechanism and he provides like the muscle to like capitalize on it. 
I'm not sure exactly what you what you're. Yeah, I don't here. know. Like I don't know. Like maybe you could like loosen something. That's okay. I'm... Okay. I've got two tinker already. So, all right. This is this. This is the last one I'm going to be able to do, though. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. After after this, you're basically like, you're you're not dip getting a whole lot else done uh, I'm, in this particular I'm, thing. I'm cashed. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So just just to clarify, this is the the stress you're spending is going to let you do the action, but it's not going to give you a bonus. Yeah, I don't get to die too. I get that. All right. So we'll, we'll, oh, uh, let's we'll say uh, let's say this is uh. Mechanisms are probably again like you probably know how to fuck with an elevator. You've probably practiced for it, and like you, I'm going to say like this is probably a situation where like you're not like no one is presently bearing down on you, so you've time to focus. So I'm going to say this is a again controlled standard. Nice. All right. Four. Oh, four in there. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So <sighs> the four controlled. That's a, a mix. So. You, you, like, in spite of your awful, awful shell shock, like, you're able to find a, find one of those panels that Arden found, and, like, you're like, well, actually, I can make this work, and you, you do some, some wire crossing and all that, and you, let me think, you get those doors open, definitely. You could do this uh, in my sleep. Yeah. Man, I wish I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> let me think here. It's controlled, so I'm just going to say, like, Again, it takes some time. Like you can figure it out, but like this is a very—you're not in a really good, in a good way, like physically or mentally right now. And it's going to require—it's a very complicated uh, thing. So it takes you like a few minutes. Yeah, I'll oh, say. I still have old fingers. <laughs> <laughs> old ten, um, old ten fingers, Kristoff. They would call me. <laughs> But you know what? You don't have uh, anyone coming to check out the elevator right now um, because, I mean, of the of the main guards left, there are two, and uh, one of them uh, we'll cut to uh, with a moment in a moment of uh, <gasps> there's a uh, uh, Crowell's friend Jaren uh, telling him that he saw them uh, leaving like uh, leaving the the building and heading towards somewhere like completely unrelated and like Helmut's just sort of like. Like just taking it with fervor, and he literally just leaves the ground. Yeah. Nice. Like he's and the other who's still alive is or still around in the capacity is Lucky the physiker who's sort of like, oh no, is anyone hurt? Ah. Didn't we knock him out? <laughs> Wait, they're, no, they're... Did we knock him out? No, that was a no, different guy. That's that, different. Was, that was that was Doctor Gauss okay. who you, who is presumably still just sort of like unconscious on the third floor. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Choked his ass out. <laughs> yeah. So it takes some time, but you you get those doors open and you have access and you like you look through the doors as they as they kind of like slide open and it's just this huge like immaculate palatial bedroom like it looks mm. so much more extravagant than even like the grand hall and all the other parts of the the, of the <laughs> lord governor's manor you've been in to this point like it's just this incredibly exquisite furniture and these giant windows that just are open like to the outside sky they're probably like this this room's got like a vaulted arches and everything. Wow. The ceiling's Oof. probably like thirty feet up. Fancy. Like it's it's crazy. And um capitalist prick. And uh you uh, well the first thing you see is you see the giant ass vault at the end of the room, like oh, fifty no. feet on the other side. And you also see uh the Lord Governor 
in the cl- the, this kind of like gruff older man in the in the the clutches of someone with a knife at his throat. Son and of a who bitch. is that? Who who is that? Dad? But but Mercy. Hey, Mercy. Oh. Oh hey. Oh. I was wondering when I'd see you again. I was wondering um, where you went. Am I like pulled up yet, or am I still on the ladder? Uh, I assume that you probably brought. Uh, you you probably were the one to get uh, uh, Flint over to the door. So be I assume you're up. I assume everybody's up her. unless they explicitly want to not be up uh, yet. Okay, no, that's. B- Blondie said that she was sexy and wild. I didn't understand at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Blondie just sort of like <laughs> sighs, and um, <laughs> he just like he looks at the vault and he looks at the Lord Mayor and he looks at Mercy. And, um, really struggling with the one-liners in this episode. <laughs> That's okay. This is this is the real-life one-liner experience. Yeah. <laughs> I um, like the idea just, just, that this is actually completely in character, and uh, Blondie's just sort of, like, staring at her wordlessly for, like, 20 seconds before he says just, something. Just, so just like the recurring art. Just the recurring Archer joke is like, oh shit, I had something for this. <laughs> he's just, he's um, just so rattled. Give him a break. Come on, guys. And and she and, and this just Mercy's just so just so fine. Can't can't resist. That bed looks very comfortable right now. Do you mind if I sit my friend down on it? <laughs> oh sure, far far be it from me to deny you any hospitality. All right. I, I imagine this is kind of a, a I guess to actually go and describe characters. This is probably kind of a not at all like archetypical for our audience reference. I kind of imagine Mercy looks a little bit like Himika Toga from uh, from My Hero Academia. Yes. Mm. Like not not in the anime yet, but uh, she has like these like kind of messy uh, buns, and she looks like this very sleepy wild animal. Yeah, <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. He. Um... So he takes Flint and drags him over, and he just, uh, he probably, like, gets him, <laughs> if this guy is, like, all, like, burnt up and stuff, he probably, like, immediately contaminates this, like, silk sheets that's just set down on it. <laughs> by, ble- oh, just, yeah. like, by bleeding all over it? Yeah. Hey, Flint, this is, like, the most luxurious bed you've ever laid in, and also, like, it is now, like, covered in your, your blood and, like, s- sloughing off burnt skin. Oh, God. But it's, like, it's fine. You are leaving evidence everywhere, Blondie. <laughs> hey. They will track me down in days. <laughs> How? It's Victorian, not England. There's no DNA Sympathetic magic. <laughs> That's a good point. They do have, like, sympathetic magic. Oh, or whatever. They'll, just, they'll, just, they'll just take some of my skin and blood to a wizard, and they'll have ghosts <laughs> on my ass in no time. We'll deal with that. Just take the sheets with and we'll burn them or something. Yeah. yeah. They um, stole this and diamond and the sheets. <laughs> we should be we should be robbing this room of everything we can carry. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Um, <coughs> I have so Blondie. Just Especially sort of like, Blondie. Yeah. This is exactly what Blondie wants. This yeah. room right here. Yeah, Blondie. Yeah, Blondie just sort of like says, sort of like ah, uh, like why can't you take a moment to appreciate the good things? <laughs> this is. This is such a nice room. Oh, Lord Governor. I cannot believe that... The, the, the Lord Governor like looks like he's about to say something and the knife kind of presses to his neck a bit more and he's like... Mm. And you do not even bring your wife here? Oh, it's such a waste. 
anyway, um, we are going. How about this? Um, we save your life, and in exchange, uh, how about that big old gem, eh? Uh, or we just let Mercy. Mercy, Mercy cuts in like, oh, that's not necessary. I already opened the vault for you. See, hmm. we could oh, just very, take very, comp- very complicated oh, thing requires passwords and handprints and all that sort of thing. But he was he was very compliant. What do you um, want out of all of this? And that is Arden saying that. I what I want is you to take the sun shard mm-hmm. and don't touch anything else in there, and you let me have this, and we don't have to have any conflicts about it. I'm fine yeah, with that. that. It's a good plan. That's a very, that's a very appealing notion. But I, I really need to be honest, Mercy. I don't need you back in my life in this way. <laughs> Everyone, please trust me. We do not want uh, this person to have any debts on us or something of that matter. Oh no, so. debts! This is this is a one for one trade. Exactly. She gets to keep all this other crap, and we get the shun start, and we all. You, you know me, Blondie. I like my things no strings attached. Yeah. (laughs) As a character, Flynn is like just dying. (laughs) Literally dying. Literally. (laughs) Flynn's like, Blondie, please, you must introduce me to this woman. (laughs) Oh, my ribs. She was like Angel of Death. (laughs) I can tell that we're intended to be the distraction for you. Is that it? Something like that. Mm. I think at Everybody this... win! <laughs> <laughs> Would you just shut up over there and bleed? Oh, that is harsh. How, did, how are you even speaking right now? Carefully. Uh. <laughs> anyway, assuming you none of you have any problems with me being here, I have some business to take care of. And she just sort of like presses the knife like deeper in and like blood starts coming out. And like... You can tell the Lord Governor is panicking, but she's just like taking her sweet time. Of course she oh, is. Oh, Jesus. Of course she is. Oh. But, like, I mean, as far as you can see, the vault is open and it's got some weird shit on the front that looks like it's nice that you don't have to deal with, so hey. Um, Blondie got that size going for you. and. Do not. Okay. Okay, so, um. <laughs> Chase your think. bliss. Yeah, I'm doing that. How much stress would I have to spend on a flashback to have grabbed my sword before the elevator crashed down? Because it occurs to me that otherwise that thing Ooh, is gone. Yeah, that one would have been tough, um, all things considered. Uh, I'll say... How much stress you got? How much stress you got left? I got four stress left. Alright, because I was going to say, I think that's, that's going to be a two... Okay. That's gonna be a two a, a twofer because you had you would have had to have been like oh shit and then like grab the yeah. really deaf can, maneuver yeah yeah so yeah you he would. none of you guys remembered seeing him get it but now he just has it no it's fine um, that's what flashbacks are for yeah um and and that's that's how it would look like in the movie that this is um, <laughs> actually yeah l- let's be perfectly honest this would not be. This is probably, like, a really cool young adult novel. <laughs> At best. Um, or, or, like, an HBO show. Yeah. Um, Got some but, titties and blood. Yeah. Um, so, he has the sword out, and he just, like, he's still hey, sitting up in bed. He's got it in his uh, non-busted-up hand, which means he's not holding it, like, very steadily. But he's pointing it at Mercy, and he's like, 
Yeah, well, another thing I know about you is that you're not very big on keeping promises, so let's check that fault before we make any agreements, eh? Oh, feel free. All right, uh... I'll be taking my sweet time right here. Yeah. You hear it from, from Lorgrim, you hear it? <laughs> yeah, it's she's... kind of uncomfortable having front row seat. Yeah, <laughs> trust me. It's it's not good. This no. This is why this not. is why it didn't play out despite the vials and such. Anyway, Pebble, you want to <laughs> you want to go take a look at that? Yes, I do. Don't please don't instigate anything when I have my back turned, please. I think Inst- I've had my share of instigating today. I think instigate you have too. What? Don't worry about it. it. Like Kraus just like pulling out like miraculously he's pulling out like scotch glasses and the bottle of whiskey that he had earlier (laughs) (laughs) he jacked it from the party um yeah Arden is gonna go check out the inside of the vault and see see this uh sun shard and god willing not get locked inside this vault alright so like the, the the door of the vault is like cracked but you open it and slip in and like it's this is this big 20 foot by 20 foot about like just big vault like these are some thick doors and in the middle like remove from what appears like there's like a like a kind of like ruined display case on the on the ground like there's like some mechanisms there that were just sort of like ruined pre pre you getting here mm-hmm. but just sitting on a pedestal in the middle of the room is the something that you would like very easily look at and be like, oh, that's a sun shard because it looks like what you've heard the sun shard looks like. It's giant and shiny and it's it's about the size of a baby and shaped like a tear and it's basically brighter than anything you've ever seen. Okay. Um. Then in that case, I guess Arden's just gonna take it. I mean, I mean, yeah, you, you that's pick what we're it up here and for. like it's 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 really warm, but like there's there's no like aha moment of now the spike traps are out or anything like you right. just are holding it yeah that's kind of like what oh, she was like it? bracing herself for it I, it weighs like it's about the size of a, of a baby I'd say it like it or like a, like a toddler I'd say it weighs about as much one too it's like it's probably about like 30 or 40 pounds Oof. oh okay okay surprisingly it's, it's, light for a gem yeah. yeah it's it's very like it's uncomfortably heavy but also like not surprisingly so right like it's 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 lighter than you'd expect for something that's like what this is like than something yeah. that you would classify as a gem okay well but also gems uh, normally don't glow like bonfires so hey maybe there's yeah. there's something to right, it there's probably something else there's some, probably some magic bullshit going on um, also um just probably. in case we have to like make a make a break for it with this 30 or 40 pound like gemstone. I'm going to say that the last uh, bit like on my, on my bandolier is a uh, drift oil for exactly the circumstance. Mm-hmm. Nice. When oh, you, perfect. When you when you apply it to something it becomes like just sort of like naturally buoyant. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think the term they used was like a, basically it just sort of hangs around. Like it doesn't have any weight and it doesn't really fall. Okay. Um, so yeah, Arden is just gonna come back out of the vault holding the stone and is eyeballing Mercy the whole time she walks past her and is like, so we are set. If you let us go, we, uh, don't, we uh, don't owe you anything. Go I don't there. think we're going anywhere just yet. I 
really like a drink at this point, and I imagine the other two would, considering the look of them. We do not have time for a drink! We have half the damn uh, blue coats in the building looking for us! Oh, I, we have I, time for a drink, trust me. I would you appreciate like gesture, but I would like to go somewhere. Mercy, would you, you have like to go one? To bed. Uh, I'd like a one different this bed, moment. not this one. That's fair. But well, again, would you like me to, to? Would you like me to leave you a glass? He's like currently no. like he's currently chugging one. No, I'm good, thank you. Sounds um, good. Blondie's sort of been trying to make himself heard this whole time. And he goes, <laughs> um, but uh, I feel like I almost accidentally did a Russian accent. Uh, it's so <laughs> that's difficult. What, it's that's contagious. What voice, that's what character voices are for. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is the matter of our escape. I know that Mercy here is like some horrible spider cat, but I doubt that uh, they have some kind of magic carpet or whatnot waiting outside of the fourth floor window for us. Nope. Sorry. We could get down. I climbed up here. We could kind of get down using the buttresses. Yeah, that's a, that's an option I've established. You mm-hmm. also, I remember, uh, you know that there's a dumb waiter. Oh yeah, in, uh, there the, probably the is staff one area in this on the room. first floor that that probably goes somewhere out True. of the building at least, but who knows where. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really think we should not fight. I know as much as as Blondie wants to fight Mercy, um, we are we are basically two men down, <laughs> and Arden is not a fighter, so. I would suggest we just make a hasty retreat and get the hell out of here before yeah. something else shows up to kill us. <sighs> That's fair. Blondie is, like, visibly upset because you can tell, one, he doesn't like Mercy, and two, uh, you know what? I guess he might as well just, like, say this out loud instead of, like... Yeah, go for it. Use like, character voice is fun. Oh. I've... <sighs> I am sorry, friends. I know that we are criminals and thieves and all that, but right now I feel like a vulture feeding off of this the scraps of a predator. It is not uh, befitting my... I don't even know. Oh, I don't think on, heritage you know I... really counts at this point. You know, you know I love it when you talk about animals. The revolution makes us do unfortunate things. We just killed two people. Yeah, and that was cool, but... (laughs) (laughs) But now someone else is just going to kill someone, and we just leave with this stuff. And just given the scale and all that, it seems really undignified compared to everything else. Uh, Only two people? You you stay here, then. Mm -hmm. And we will leave. You know what? Nah, now nah, let's let's <laughs> let's just get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> nah. Let's get Cheers. the fuck out. All right, so how are y'all gonna leave this room? Like, like you see, Mercy just sort of sitting there with her prey, just sort of minding her own business. And I mean, like, there's some big old windows with roof access. There's the elevator you just came down from. Like, um, the, the dumb waiter- your oyster, or I guess your reverse oyster. The dumb I'm not sure this is how this analogy works. Seems like the physically safest, but maybe the, like the riskiest for getting caught. Because we would be walking right into the staff area, which may or may not still have well, blue guards. In in, fa- in fairness, Crowell does know that uh, 
that large portions of, of the population of the manor, if not everyone, were escorted out earlier due to a tragic elevator mishap. Okay, yeah, that could work. <laughs> uh, we made our own distraction. Excellent. Um, all right. If you mistakes into miracles, <laughs> mistakes into fucking miracles. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, how like how are y'all gonna get down to uh, dumbwaiter if that's I how you plan to go? I say we use the dumbwaiter because again, two of us are um, about to keel over, so and, and and climbing down probably isn't a great idea. I mean, we have who all has climbing? I have climbing gear, but I don't know if everyone I, else I have climbing does. gear. I, you, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, oh, hold on. Were you talking about the elevator or the uh, the dumbwaiter the outside? Oh, well, I mean, dumbwaiter is like basically a mini elevator. Yeah, or, like yeah. it's just sort of like a. I guess I, I should have said I meant going like if we went out the window, we all it seems like we all have climbing gear, but even then, um, I just think the dumbwaiter is the safer option. We might be able to. Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm thinking the dumbwaiter is like the safest. Yeah. I mean, that tracks. You are carrying something that's glowing with the brightness of a sun that you've never seen before. That's true. <laughs> uh, I, we could probably wrap that in a sheet, too. <laughs> yeah, like these really nice bloody sheets. <laughs> uh, I'll, you know, I'll say you do that. You grab some of those nice bloody silk sheets. Um, It definitely stifles the glow, but you can still see it glowing through the sheets. Great. Like, it's not like it's not like a beacon, but, like, that's definitely not the way a bundled-up rock is supposed to look. Right, right. Um, so yeah, we're... It's like you're carrying one of those little salt lamps almost now. <laughs> awesome. Um, so I guess we are just going to, um, I say... I the... have an idea. Oh, go for it. We put the two injured ones inside of the dumbbell. Um, no, well, okay, um, either, either, uh, Pebble or the club, um go into the dumbwaiter, figure out where it goes, mm -hmm. and then bring it back up so that the two injured ones can basically hide out um, in it. Um, and then the others will basically wait at the like bottom where it's supposed to be, and then filter them out at, like when they know the coast is clear. That sounds okay. doable to me. Yeah, sounds yeah, fine. that's fine by me. Um, Just get out of here. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'll go... Right, so y'all are going to shuffle down to the first floor and do all that? Yep. More or less, yep. yeah. Alright, so you do that, and uh, as you leave, uh, Mercy calls after you, Blondie. He says, Blondie, hey. And do you turn around and dignify that a little, or do you um, just shuffle no, off? No, he just... He flips, he flips her off, like... <laughs> he's over his shoulder? He's so fucking tired. <laughs> you, as, as you descend the elevator, you just hear her calling out after you, like, I'll see you soon, and then just, like, the horrible, like, spasms of someone dying upstairs nice and knocking things over uh you see you see <laughs> that's what i'm talking about <laughs> if it makes you feel any better i made sure that she's on a time limit and mm. it flashes back huh? to like how he that whiskey bottle he left out with like a small um oh, uh, with shit. a small like uh it was basically like a small Molotov that he had left there. Oh <laughs> shit! Um, Alright, just for that fucking rules, just for mechanics. <laughs> you take, I'm going to say you take like three stress to get that past Mercy. Absolutely. Yes! Alright, you you fucking do that. Um, I'm not going to uh, show that on camera, let's just say like 
you as you as like you this sort of like the the camera kind of does that thing where like it blurs out to show like a different level of the shot and you just see like that open whiskey bottle with a, a fuse like burning down into it uh, you um, could you could have probably just jury rigged that with like some nice handkerchiefs and a candle in that room honestly oh absolutely <laughs> so easy. yeah well that's, that's what i think is that that's the free stress is like him just sort yeah. of like very gently like oh just put this here and this here oh, and like this fire here and all that jazz like um, club just like is so like natural at doing things that you don't even like pay attention to him because he's yeah. just like he's just behind you drinking or whatever right. that's what he's always doing and and and, and and mercy is so like you know uh into her her sociopathic murder spree that she doesn't even wouldn't even notice the the blue coat yeah. fiddling around with a bottle of whiskey you know so it says here, I mark XP whenever I address a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. Should I mark that one? <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely you should. Uh, I think technically we'd save that for the end of the thing, but just you can, you can do that ahead of time because we're kind of approaching. Um, so what happens is you'll get to the dumbwaiter and you take it down. And I guess to sum this up, like not that we're running near the end of the episode, but because like it just makes sense to cut this here. Well, the episode, rather, but you'll, you'll see what I mean. Um, you'll take the dumbwaiter down and like it actually has a like some sort of like sewer waterway access oh. like Delightful. kind of weirdly you're not sure why the kitchen goes down to that and like the most you can reason is that they need they, they use this to get around to the other buildings in the complex because like the lord governor's mansion is just like sort of like the center building but there's these other like big old buildings out there I guess it makes but, sense like, to dump like you know you take it down there to dump trash and stuff too would be the easiest way but yeah, yeah yeah and as you just sort of like you're able to find your way like through the sewers like out to the outside of uh of the white crown like district and you're able to kind of like go under a bridge and find your way back to to brightstone and make your way back to your employer like pretty much completely unnoticed hell yeah and you y'all did it oh my god we did it y'all did it how suspicious no, yeah, I I think that's the I think y'all took care of enough of the stuff in there and like basically laid enough other distractions that like no one bothered to no one thought to check the sewers to see if anyone's suspicious around this. They're check dealing the with all sewers. the always check they're dealing the with all that horrible property damage upstairs. Yeah, and and, <laughs> the, and the now murdered Lord Mayor and maybe blown up a killer. I don't know. So I think what happens here is we can address stuff like uh, like pay and uh, advancements and all that stuff if we do another recording of this. I think what happens here is that there's a cut ahead about like let's call it uh, let's just call it till tomorrow. Uh, no, actually the day after tomorrow. The day after tomorrow, and there you're reading the, like there's a newspaper like they have. Like Duskfall has newspapers, they have that te that technology because God forbid you need something to keep people informed. And you're looking through the the people are still talking about the heist. They're talking about how the sun shard is missing and no one knows where it is. They're talking about the horrible like the the sudden property damage and the death of all these royal guards and the death of the Lord Governor who was assassinated. But they're also talking about something else that. They, that they were searching through his belongings to see if he hid the the, the the sun shard, and they find these incriminating documents that seem to imply that he was planning on sending the sun shard to 
to the former to the former state of Scotland and its resistance to bankroll <laughs> some sort of newfound war of Scotland independence and like Blondie, I'll say Blondie, mm-hmm. you're reading this and you just have this horrible flash to to uh, to Mercy when she says to not touch anything in the vault aside from the sun shard. And mm. I think that's where we leave off. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm trying to think as always, really struggling with the one-liners, but <laughs> I th- just just glaring hard at the newspaper. I, I, you know what? No, instead of that, instead of it just him reading it, I think that he like picks up the newspaper. He's like walking into their like hidden lair as he reads it, and then he flips to like just the right page as he gets to like the table that everyone's at, and he just like slams it down on the table. And he just points to it with one of his big old like sausage fingers, probably the one on like the hand that is like all bandaged, horribly up. battered. Yeah, and it's like, see, see, fucking told you. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Uh, all right. Amazing. Um, man, unless look, I guess we should go ahead and do our. Are sort of like talking about uh, things like experience and advancement and all that, like not yeah. for downtime, but like go over what experience y'all might have earned. So, yeah. hey, who wants to start? I do. Uh, Alright, so let's pop open that page for uh, for uh, Leech here. Let me see. So, first question. Let's see. Oh, every time you roll desperate action, mark XP and then action's attribute. Did you get uh, one out of that? At the end of each section, mark, mark each item below. Mark one XP in your playbook or attribute, or two XP if the item occurred multiple times. So, you addressed the challenge of technical skill and mayhem. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You did that at least once. I can think of the elevator. Were there any others? I would also say, like, uh, like getting through the door with uh, tinkering the float oil, um, or drift oil, rather. Yeah, okay, so you, you did multiple, so let's say... Uh, I would you say got, two. Yeah, I'll say you got two out of that, because yeah. that is a multiple. It's so, just one or two, thanks. You, ex- you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I'm going to give you at least one for being reliable of character voice. That's <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, um, I can't think of any extra I would do for that. He just sort of like did his job and talked shit. All right, and then there's you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas during the session, which didn't happen because it was a heist, and you do not yet have any traumas. Yeah. And you did not get a chance. To <laughs> you got close. So that's fine. Yeah, you got you got three experience though. Um, yeah, that's is. exactly Mark. It's hard to tell, but you have you have three of them. Yeah. Oh, it's your playbook experience, is what that yeah, is. Yeah. Okay. The uh, yeah the D20 sheet's got a real good setup for it. Yeah. Okay. So who wants to do it next? I'll go because I've been looking right, at this. All right. So Cutter. So, how many desperate actions did you make? Oh, you actually um, already did that. Yep. Over the course of the thing. I marked so, two. So, you addressed the challenge with violence or coercion. I, I did that at least twice. Really? Uh, I know one of them was was Shirai. What was the other one? The other one was the clockwork, like, guards. Yes, that's correct. All right, so take two for that. Um, so, the second one is you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Again, I'm going to give you at, I'm going to give you one freebie there for character voice. Not I was, as consistent as Levi's, but you tried, <laughs> which counts. Um, 
I'm surprised I did that well, honestly. I, um, it always sounds worse in my head. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I was really, like, milking this for the XP, but you'll notice towards the end he was, like, really rambling about his, like, his issues with his, like, family and stuff and wanting to... Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. I'll, dude, I'll, I'll give you so. uh, I'll give you an extra point for that, so you can yeah. take the full two for that. And then uh, struggle with issues from your vice or traumas. Uh, I don't believe you yeah. did either of those. I think that if he had, I was honestly considering having him like make some worse decisions just for the sake of like nice things, because mm -hmm. he was in a couple situations where it could have done that, but I didn't. So okay. Well, still, you got the you got a substantial number of experience for yes. that. Uh, I believe it's four, the two for the challenge and two for the beliefs or yeah. character voice or whatever. All right, so who wants to go next? Uh, I will. I guess. Oh. All right. <laughs> Sarah spoke first, so I'll, I'll do Sarah. So you're on the lurk. All right, so you, you marked any desperate you took. Uh, you addressed the challenge with stealth or evasion. I feel like we were not terribly stealthy. This uh, stealthy heist is the only problem. <laughs> I can. I'll give you the one for for disguising yourself early on because that gave you the the in basically to mm. scout around right. and do all that. So I'll give you I'll give you a point for that. Okay. Um, and then you expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. Um. Jeez, I I don't know. I guess the whole you know beliefs and and drives thing is like the opposite of Blondie wanting to do the right thing and wanting to fight mercy and bloody bloody blah, blah and and. Uh, Arden is just kind of like, no, we should just go because it's not like she was necessarily, you know, raised to be noble or anything like that. I'll I'll def I'll give you a point for uh, being reliably uh, objective oriented compared to <laughs> compared to everyone else, even in, well, everyone in the in the elevator group, I guess we'll call it. <laughs> the um, and you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas. You don't have any traumas, and you didn't get to mac on your witch girlfriend. I'm so, <laughs> so sad. I'm so sad. And last, we've got uh, we've got a club with the spider. So. You addressed a, cal a challenge with calculation or conspiracy. I'll say you did this like pretty much reliably through the whole thing. I'm going to give you a full two points for that. Hooray. Like, I, I only think we need to discuss it. Like, I can't think of a scene you were in where you didn't use calculation <laughs> conspiracy. <laughs> I was basically um, controlling everything. Oh, I was so amazing. happy. You expressed your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background. I feel like the only time that uh, Crowell, like legitimately did that was when really early on he was calling out um blondie for simply having a rival as personal as he did with um uh with mercy and uh i i would argue that uh, a good reason for that uh booby trap was because he was just like well time to sever ties right. so you should have done the first time you asshole I can roll with that, and I think I also want to give you credit, because this, this includes background, for uh, utilizing your background as a, as a officer of the law to make your life easier and get, like, uh, convenient ins to the restricted areas and also, like, usher people out. So I'm willing to give you a full two for that. Cool. Wow. And then uh, you struggled with issues from your vice or traumas. Uh, you didn't get the chance to either. I don't really think cool. I struggled with issues with my vice because, like, anytime my job came into came into play, it actually benefited me. So. <laughs> yeah, and then obviously, like, you don't have any traumas with which to uh, yeah. like struggle with. Um, so let's go ahead and see. 
I forget. Do do crews get experience from a heist? I believe they do. This is a score. Uh, let's see. We got shadows. Uh, crew XP. At the end of each section, for each item below, mark 1 XP or instead of mark 2 XP if the item occurred multiple times. Uh, whoever wants to do this, I gave everyone access to edit yeah. the mm. thing on oh, one, so whoever can just I've do this I've got it open, too. so I can do it. Alright. So, execute a successful espionage, sabotage, or theft operation. Yes, I would think so. Yeah, right. Y'all did it. You only get one for that, because it was only one, thie one theft, but, like, you did it. Right. You did the heist, so you get an experience for that. Uh, contend with challenges above your current station very, very, very much. Yes. <laughs> this is, like, y'all, like, had a lot of, of, you know, like, a lot of things working in your favor for this one, but you did, like, literally heist the, the Lord Governor's Mansion, which is supposed to be basically the most secure place in Duskfall, with the exception of maybe Ironhook Prison. Like, right. you, you crushed it. Yeah. I'm going to give you... Uh, I'm going to say that all in all was one was one challenge above your station though, like altogether. So I think still just yeah. one for that. Yeah. Um, bolster your crew's reputation or develop a new one. Uh, I guess it depends if I, I think we have to get to this as well because I don't, it I don't think a, it's a good idea for us to like take advantage or like sort of get the I mean, word out that we did this. Yeah. The newspaper say, said like, that like nobody knew who did it, so yeah. I would say no for that one. Well, I mean, we can we can wreck on that if you want to because I've I've kind of had to. I had improvised, but like we can, I'll say like, do y'all want to keep things quiet, or you want to be like, yeah, be on the lookout for 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 the resurrectionists? We yeah. did the score. Um, we could really use something to boost our reputation, given how small time we are. We could at least like spread some rumors in the underworld. Mm -hmm. It will. It would certain whatever you do would certainly uh, put you like on people's radar. And we'll this this will be good narrative justification for you to get more heists in the future from other people who aren't your uh, your your semi patron, assuming right. uh, you yeah. do want to take credit for it. But however, keep in mind that with reputation comes additional complication. Right. So I mean, sure, why not? I think it's fun. We're daring. We're daring. That's our thing. You're daring. So. That's two in favor. Uh, what about uh, and Flint what about is, you? Flint is against it, but me as a player wants to see it happen. So. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so we'll de we'll deal with that number shit later then. Yeah. So uh, yeah, y'all take y'all take the the credit for that. And so since you're you're bolstering your crew's reputation, we'll take an additional experience, and then express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the crew. Um, I think I think daredevil ass bullshit. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. did some daring ass shit with the whole dropping elevators and uh, making loud explosions while supposedly doing a, a covert theft operation. And, and then, nobody figured out it was us until after we claimed credit for it. And then we um, completely passed over any potential like uh, higher stakes or moral ground or idealistic things just to like get the money and run. So that mm -hmm. definitely seems in keeping with the shadows. Uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll give you an experience for that too. So you all got cumulative four crew experience Heck for yeah. that. Nice. Looks uh, like we're halfway to crew advancement already. Yeah, I mean, y'all did a lot. <laughs> nice. Uh, God, uh, we can we can mess with the numbers stuff, but a lot of it's kind of complicated, so I might just save that for, like, off-air for if we uh, ever do another recording session of it, but yeah. Yeah. Y'all did it. Congrats. Yeah, yeah wow. Yeah. And Next time vices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll get to deal with, with fun things like downtime and indulgence. Yeah. Card games, banging witches. <laughs> um, so, oh, yeah. Right. My damn job. Thanks. Thanks so much for running this, Saturn. I had oh a great God. time. It was and amazing. I think, 
I speak for everyone when I say I would love to do more of this. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I would love to as well. I forget if I mentioned this on air before, but one thing that really strikes me is that this is a game where just jumping into it is so easy that it seems like it'd be perfect for like one shots, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it has so many really intricate like advancement mechanics that it also seems really good for long run campaigns. Mm-hmm. So I'm so yeah. impressed by how fitting this is for completely opposite ends of the role playing like involvement spectrum. Absolutely. Um, and with that, uh, this block of Blades in the Dark is done, and you can you can probably expect this to come back in the future. Uh, I believe next week, uh, after well, after this episode airs, obviously, I believe our plan is to do another block of D and D five. Yeah, heck yeah! And then we'll, I, I think we're we're assuming Monster Hearts is going to come after that, uh, and back to the regularly scheduled alternating, but we'll play it by ear. Yeah, and yeah, that's what y'all have uh, to look forward to for the next uh, and I guess right. couple of months. Is it now yeah. time for? Oh right, you're right with Patreon. Yeah, we yeah. got We finally I'll got. I'll let y'all handle that because I'm not actually keyed in at all. So. Yeah, alright, so yeah, I've been taking care of the Patreon stuff, and we're still waiting to get some of the uh, the official stuff in. So, for now, our one shout-out is, and I tried to make sure to get this name right beforehand by asking, Shirao? Shiro. Shiro? Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Alright, yeah. Big props to that dude. If you wanna, if you wanna get a shout-out on the Big Gay Nerds podcast... Uh, get your ass over to the Big Gay Nerds Patreon. Get some stickers. Yeah. Get a shout out. Yeah. Or you know, just give us money and don't get anything. <laughs> just yeah, the peace of mind want. for funding yeah. this. And and the peace of mind of of securing our federal grant. And the knowledge, <laughs> which by which I mean your money. And, and the knowledge that we all love you dearly in our hearts. Yes. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. For giving yeah. us money. We can- pursuing our dumb dumb hobbies it's great thank you yeah. or even if you don't just thanks for listening yeah yeah it's, yeah, it's thank great you. thank you for for listening to us like put on this this like kind of like I, I know podcasting is like this big bubble right now but it still like completely astounds me like every whenever i think about it that like we're able to do this on a weekly basis and run all these games and that some of y'all are like there's plenty of y'all who are actually like interested in listening to it yeah so thanks like genuinely mm-hmm. sincerely from the bottom of my heart like with, without you this would just be a thing that we wasted our time on but <laughs> like knowing there's some degree of knowing that that listeners get that y'all get to listen to this that makes me like really want to give it my my a game every time we step in to do a recording session so thank you (laughs) 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 i'm I'm not gonna dignify that (laughs) i'm tough god damn it (laughs) all right right. see you next time folks yeah tune in next week same big gay nerds time same big gay nerds channel